the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. In Washington, British Foreign Secretary Liz Truss says the world's largest economies are united in warning Russia that an invasion of Ukraine would have massive consequences, although she did not lay those consequences out. Russia's military buildup near the Ukrainian border is dominating talks amongst the group of seven foreign ministers in England today. The G7 has not said what form its sanctions might take if the Russians move in, and the Russians say they're actually not going to do it. Elsewhere, former President Trump says that Russia and China have all lost fear of the United States because Joe Biden's in the White House. You didn't have planes, uh, bombers flying over Taiwan. You didn't have what's happening uh, on Ukraine. You didn't have this. I mean, this looks like it's very serious stuff. They don't respect us anymore. Mr. Trump was interviewed on the Salem Radio Network. This is SRN News. Hugh Hewitt gives free advice to the vice president. If I were Senator now, Vice President Harris, and trying to recover a lost political momentum, study, study, study Ukraine and China. I mean, just bring in every expert you can and be ready to talk coherently about Ukraine when it is invaded by Russia. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Join us for an evening of discussion and debate moderated by Hugh Hewitt. It's the Minnesota Leadership Forum brought to you by the Patriot and Minnesota Family Council with support from Morris Law Group and Minnesota Conservative Energy Forum. Join us at Providence Academy in Plymouth on Wednesday, December 15th as we highlight the issues that matter most to pro-life, pro-family, and pro-freedom voters. Appliance Renew reminds you that there's just 13 days until Christmas. Find new scratch and dent appliances at up to 50% off in time for Christmas at Appliancerenewed.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1... The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Hashtag NarnShow for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in on a bright, sunny Sunday afternoon. Now, I uh, was in the midst of the snowstorm driving home from my day job on Friday evening, and uh, that was when the worst of it was taking place. Thankfully, everybody was exercising caution, going slow, 
There was no bumper-to-bumper traffic because of a lot of accidents, so grateful for that. Maybe we are figuring it out as Minnesota drivers. we got a bad reputation as we forget how to drive as soon as the first snowfall arrives. So maybe we're figuring it out. Who's to say? The first big snowfall, that is, of the season. Uh, and, And... up where I live in Ramsey, we got about four to six inches, but I understand down here in Egan, we got like a foot and a half. So, uh, good job, kudos to uh, Minnesota Department of Transportation. It was pretty well plowed um, by yesterday, and of course, driving down here today, it was actually beautiful, uh, seeing the uh, bright sun glistening off the snow, and uh, you could tell it. We did get a lot of snow, but it's uh, melted little by little because it's been bright and sunny both yesterday and today. So. Uh, I'm enjoying it. It is uh, less than a couple of weeks to Christmas. Special programming note, I'll be in live next Sunday, but then uh, the day after Christmas, uh, which is two weeks from today, December 26th, I will be uh, uh, away on assignment. So we'll play a best of broadcast on the 26th. And uh, uh, hopefully you enjoy your your holiday season. I can't believe we're almost to the end of 2021. A lot of people are still trying to deal with what happened in 2020 with everything that goes went with that and all of a sudden it's like they look at the calendar holy cow it's the end of 2021 so uh pretty wild we've been through a lot but uh hopefully you are having a a blessed christmas season thus far i've got a lot to get to today so i suppose i better stop rambling here uh it's kind of how you want to deal with it as a radio host you rather leave items on the table than have to ham and haw and try to gin up material for a couple of hours. So there definitely is no shortage of material from this past week. Uh, I did want to get to the uh, Minnesota, uh, I want to get the name of the uh, department right, Uh, Minnesota Management and Budget. They came out with their uh, annual uh, economic forecast, basically saying where we are in terms of our next biennium budget. And this is from the Star Tribune from last week. Minnesotans are earning and spending more than anticipated, boosting the state's budget outlook to a historic $7.7 billion surplus and triggering an avalanche of proposals for how to use the cash. Economics prediction Tuesday of the largest surplus in state history comes just a year and a half after Minnesota leaders were pondering a grim deficit as the coronavirus pandemic hit the United States. COVID-19 is still here and still dangerous. However, our economy is learning how to adapt, Management and Budget Commissioner Jim Showalter said. With this forecast, the state's ability to sustain services to respond to emerging needs keeps getting better. Strong growth in income, consumer spending, and corporate profits drove the high revenues in the last fiscal year, according to the state's economists, uh, let me see if I can pronounce this name, Laura Kalambakitis, and high tax receipts are expected to continue as the economic outlook keeps improving. This gives us a golden opportunity, Governor Tim Walz said of the surplus, adding that he wants to give a hand to struggling families while investing in the middle class. Uh, and you had various other DFL talking heads quoted in the Star Tribune story as well. It never ceases to amaze me how quote-unquote progressives look at budget surpluses as an undeniable good thing. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm glad we're not facing a $7 billion deficit. Of course, that, that goes without saying. 
But since when was it has it been a good thing that we've taken too much of the hardworking taxpayers' dollars? When it, when how is that construed as a good thing? I mean, you look at what we've gone through in the last year or so. A lot of businesses had to shut down for a length of time. Uh, a lot of workers had to be laid off from their jobs because, well, businesses closed down. A lot of small businesses went belly up. And yet we were able to collect significant revenue. Now, a lot of that is a lot of these jobs are coming back. In Minnesota, for instance, the one good thing about this state is initially when the pandemic hit in March of 2020, the initial inclination was, well, we need to leave open the businesses that are deemed essential. And here in the state of Minnesota, that was a broad definition of what was, what was considered essential. I mean, every state did it differently, where some states, a lot of businesses closed because it was all in the eye of the beholder, in this case, you know, government diktats. Well, here in Minnesota, a lot of businesses, you know, Corporations stayed open, but a lot of small businesses, particularly restaurants, bars, obviously, those were shut down. And people had a difficult time keeping their head above water. And sadly, a lot of those businesses never came back. So you had that aspect of it. Well, my point is that a lot of revenue that may have been collected, you know, had to do with the fact that people, yeah, they were spending a lot of money. But here, here's my question, and, and maybe someone can answer this for me. I don't know, but it's a genuine question I have. Uh, was that a complaint, by the way? Okay. I always like to inquire when someone calls in and they don't want to go on air, so that's fine. Or someone is want to go on air. Okay. Well, he doesn't want to go on air? All right. Never mind. Sorry, folks. We're doing a uh, live production meeting here. It happens. <laughs> Anyways, so my, my thing is the the... Uh, COVID relief packages, a lot of multiple uh, COVID packages, stimulus checks, whatever, were, were doled out. I think there was like two or three during the Trump administration and then another one uh, early on in the Biden uh, administration. And people got a lot of money. So what I'm wondering is how much of this is a quote-unquote kind of a proverbial sugar rush where you get an influx of cash and you go out and spend it and spend it, well, that runs out eventually. And if you're still in the same difficult position where you're underemployed or unemployed, you know, how is that helping? Now, thankfully, we're getting back to sounds to be like, you know, more like along the lines of full employment. But the thing I don't understand is why do we look to automatically spend this money on pet progressive projects? Well, because progressives are in power, particularly in the governor's office. I get that, but... They look to spend, you know, on uh, full, you know, like family leave and expanded child care and uh, how to combat climate change and reining in gun violence. I mean, it's a it's the uh, uh, same chanting points that we hear often from progressives when there's when there's a windfall. And that's what we're looking at here. Uh, I'll read uh, some more from the story. We had some elected officials uh, that uh, went on the record. Uh, Senate Finance Committee Chair. Julie Rosen, a Republican out of Fairmont, said Republicans want to help people struggling with high gas and energy costs and provide tax relief. I stand here with $7.7 billion surplus, and why do I feel so bad, she said. 
I feel really bad because of the hardworking, earnest, everyday Minnesotans who need some relief. And the governor talked about investment. All I really see that as is investment in government programs. We want to give relief. House Minority Leader Kurt Dowd, Republican out of Crown, said his goals during the next session include eliminating the tax on Social Security income. Yeah, that, that's been a long-time drumbeat. Why are we still taxing Social Security income? We're one of the few states that still does that. That's insane. So, yeah, that is a good place to start. Uh, Dowd also suggests insisting a moratorium on energy taxes, continuing the reinsurance program, and boosting law enforcement funding. Yeah, have you uh, been reading some of the headlines recently? This isn't just happening in in Uptown or downtown Minneapolis. How about some of the more uh, Tony parts of Minneapolis? Like, I think there was a uh, a home invasion, I think, Lynnhurst neighborhood, and then there was a carjacking in Edina where a woman was beaten. I mean, my God, uh, we're, we, we kind of... Uh, Kind of need to shore up that law enforcement a little bit. But none of that stuff is talked about. Uh, I I think, you know, we're coming up on an election year, obviously. And we may get into that a little bit later this hour. But some sort of give-it-back program might be a winning issue. And I know uh, Jeremy Munson, a Republican uh, out of the uh, Mankato area, he's uh, uh, posted a link on his uh, website indicating that that would... uh, that's something that he is uh, strongly uh, suggesting. Yeah, jeremymunson.com, and he talks about, uh, I'll read an excerpt from his website real quick. Uh, Last year I introduced the Give It Back Act, which was House File 4270. Now that the budget forecast shows we have way over-collected from you, it is time to bring this back again. Although there are other tax reform proposals out there, most of them redistribute the surplus to people who get more money than they pay in. We have nearly $7.5 billion of your extra tax dollars in St. Paul. This equals roughly $2,000 for each taxpayer or $4,000 for joint filers. With COVID-19 and inflation impacting our economy, the Give It Back Act is needed now more than ever. Uh, you know, I haven't read necessarily the meat and potatoes of, of uh, Representative Munson's proposal, but I think this is definitely a winning issue. Because right now they talk about, well, look at wages. They're going up more than ever. We're reaching full employment again. You know, the, the America is back. Well, people are still paying a lot for gas, despite that chart that the Democratic Congressional Committee put out that showed a severe dip in gas prices. Well, they configured the chart to show that a two-cent dip per gallon is a severe dip. Okay? And it wasn't above $3 uh, a little over a year ago on Election Day 2020. Okay, but they're going to lie to you with with statistics. And the fact is that people, uh, yeah, they're paying more in taxes. And guess what? It's basically a quasi-tax when the money that they have now isn't buying as much as it did, say, a year ago because of record inflation. And we may get into that uh, in the second hour. So I I think this is definitely a winning issue. And I think Representative Munson's on the right track. Now, whether uh, Republicans... Uh, will follow through with that or go with that plan will, remains to be seen. So Vincent wants to uh, talk now? Okay, well, we'll take his call before we take a quick break here. Uh, Vincent in St. Paul. Vincent, we have about a couple of minutes uh, remaining this segment. Go ahead. Thank you. Aloha. You're talking about taxes. Uh, I We go to work and we get a paycheck. Do not take out the taxes, you know, as much. 
uh, let's see, cut the tax rate, is it? So, you know, giving money back, you know, never take out. If, you know, I'm getting 10 bucks an hour, give me 10 bucks. And then, minus and then minus the Fed taxes, you know, the Feds. Sure, so you or, say, so you're saying that people, the onus should be on the people to actually pay it like a bill or not take any taxes at all? What are you saying here? Well, you know, you get your, you go to work and you get a paycheck. Right. And they take out your Social Security, right. federal, I don't know about feds, but your yeah. state tax, mm-hmm. your federal tax, yes. Of course. But the state tax, but cut the tax rate so you don't take out as much at the, at, you know, first place. Don't yeah. Go, don't yeah. I mean, they've been to the government and then they have to spend money giving it back to you. Yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's an excellent point, Vincent. And this is something I've talked about with, well, I mean, just the concept of tax refunds. You want to know how programmed we are in this country? You remember the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act that was passed at the federal level at the end of 2017? And then, like, a year or two later, when it was time to run for president, you had prominent Democrat presidential candidates like our own Amy Klobuchar as well as Kamala Harris talking about, well, that Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, boy, that's really cutting into the tax refunds people are getting. Because they're not paying as much in taxes. But that's how programmed we are. We we pay in taxes and then we you know, we, we, we are stomping on our human resources department's desk on January thirty first to get our W two so we quick go ahead and file our taxes to get this huge windfall and we act like we're making money. No, that's your money that the government is using for interest free. So I think that's the point Vincent was trying to get at, but this is how programmed we are. Okay, we pay all this in taxes and the fact that we're getting it back, it's like, you know, we we're we're expected to genuflect before the government. No, that's our money that they're taking more of than they need. This is the whole point in people rejoicing over this $7.5 billion surplus. So uh, definitely a lot to fight over this uh, upcoming legislative session that will get started next month. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. This is Sebastian Gorka, and I want to invite you to join me for a powerful travel opportunity that will likely become the highlight of your year. I'm headed to Israel in November 2022 for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour of the key sites and best places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Together, we'll uncover key geopolitical insights as we unpack Israel's significance on the world stage. You'll return home empowered by the experience. If you ever dreamt of visiting Israel, this is your opportunity. Come with me in 2022. For more information, call 855-565-5519 or book online at Stand with IsraelTour.com, 855-565-5519, or stand with IsraelTour.com. GodTube.com, inspiration, comedy, music, faith, and fun. Get the best of GodTube every morning and start your day with a smile. Great faith-based videos sent to your inbox daily when you subscribe at GodTube.com, a division of Salem Media Group. 
Why are cash out refinances such a big deal right now? Uncle Ryan tries to teach me something. I really feel like right now might be a once in a lifetime opportunity. I've been doing this for 18 years now, and I've just never seen a market where the rates are so low and values across the country have skyrocketed as much as they have. That combination, um, I remember one couple in particular, they were looking to do some home improvements at the house, but they were worried about their payments going up. Well, with rates being so low and them building up so much equity in the home over the last few years, were you able to get them the cash out? for those home improvements and their payments actually went down a little bit. Every single situation is different, but it does happen more often than you think. So it definitely does not hurt to call. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to NMLS Consumer Access. Dollar Corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. License in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature. But everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station. And that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Hey, welcome back. AM twelve eighty the Patriot Northern Alliance Rated Network with me, Brad Carlson. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N A R N Show for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Talking about uh, some local issues here in the first hour. Uh the trial of Kim Potter, who is the former Brooklyn Center police officer who shot to death 20-year-old Dante Wright during a traffic stop in April. Uh, her trial began this past week, and she's being charged with both first and second degree manslaughter. Now, obviously, first degree manslaughter is the more serious charge. Now, I'm not sure if she can be convicted of both or or what the situation is. I'm no legal beagle, can't. Uh, emphasize that enough, but obviously first degree manslaughter would be, I mean, I'm not, uh, this isn't a huge revelation. That would be the more severe charge. And I was real interested to, to, to learn, to learn what the difference between first degree and second degree, because obviously Keith Ellison took over the case when the initial prosecutor, Pete Orpet, uh, would not go with murder charges as a lot of these radical activists wanted him to do. And so it was kicked to uh, the attorney general's office once Pete Orpet stepped aside saying, I don't need this. Uh, Keith Ellison's office, not even they would uh, go with the murder charge. So now is uh, Keith Ellison a uh, a spineless racist now, as a lot of the charges that were being levied against P- Pete Orpet? Uh, anyway, I don't want to I don't want to deter into uh, to that aspect of it, but. Manslaughter in the first degree, according to uh, the 2021 Minnesota statute, uh, uh, 609.20, whoever does any of the following is guilty of manslaughter in the first degree and may be sentenced to imprisonment for not more than 15 years or to payment of a fine of not more than 30,000 or both. I won't read all these, but I'll just read a couple of them. Intentionally causes the death of another person in the heat of passion provoked by such words or acts 
of another as would provoke a person of ordinary self-control under like circumstances, provided that the crying of a child does not constitute provocation. Uh, another one is violates Section 609.224 and causes the death of another or causes the death of another in committing or attempting to commit a misdemeanor or gross misdemeanor offense with such force and violence that death of or great bodily harm to any person was reasonably foreseeable and murder in the first or second degree was not committed thereby. Well, from what we have seen early on, they did show the more uh, uh, involved body cam footage of Kim Potter in the aftermath of shooting Dante Wright. Now, if you've not seen it, uh, Dante Wright was pulled over. his routine traffic stop. He had expired tabs and, a, I guess, an air freshener dangling from his rearview mirror, which are, you know, little petty things that you can just get a citation for. But when they ran his plates, apparently he had an arrest warrant out for a weapons charge. And once that was learned, well, then the protocols are they take him under arrest. Well, he was taken under arrest, and as he was attempted to be handcuffed, he slipped by the officer and got back in the car. And that's when Kim Potter reached for what she thought was her taser and said, I'm going to tase you, I'm going to tase you, I'm going to tase you, uh, because he wouldn't turn the car off. And there, I guess there was an officer on the passenger side that was reaching in to try to switch off the ignition, put the car in park uh, so as not to allowed Dante Wright to get away. Well, then Kim Potter fired what she thought was her taser and turns out was her firearm. And that caused Wright to panic and drive away, and then he crashed his vehicle and, of course, died of the gunshot wound. And Kim Potter was inconsolable. She fell to her knees saying, my God, I can't believe I shot him. I can't believe I shot him. I, I I grabbed the wrong bleeping gun. And she was inconsolable. So the point is... Uh, that's going to be a big sell, first-degree manslaughter, when one of the criteria is intentionally causing the death of another person in the heat of passion. Um, there was nothing about that that was intentional. If if you look at it, take it by face value. And there was some interesting testimony that was given, I believe it was on the second day, of testimony. This is a uh, Star Tribune story. Rochelle Olson, Paul Walsh, and Charles Zhang contributed to this story. Uh, Dante Wright's persistence in evading arrest on a weapons violation during an April 11 traffic stop justified the use of deadly force against him. Former Brooklyn Center police officer Kimberly Potter's then supervisor testified Friday in Hennepin County District Court. Former Brooklyn Center Police Sergeant Michael Johnson, now a major, in the Red Wing-based Goodhue County Sheriff's Department, spoke about the fatal attempted arrest in which he participated. Johnson was reaching through the passenger door to try to restrain the 20-year-old Dante Wright when Potter mistakenly shot Wright with her gun instead of her taser. Leading up to Potter's trial on first- and second-degree manslaughter charges, her lawyer said she made a mistake by grabbing her gun from her right hip instead of her taser from left. Prosecutors are arguing she was reckless, negligent, and disregarded her firearm safety training. Johnson's testimony, however, opened a new line of defense, justification. In his cross-examination of Johnson, defense lawyer uh, Earl Gray asked, so basically, based on these videos and the conduct of Dante Wright, as far as you're concerned, and you were there, Kimberly Potter would have had a right to use a firearm, right? Johnson answered, 
Yes. Well, now that opens up a new, a uh, whole new can of worms. And uh, if anything, that's going to put reasonable doubt in the minds of the jurors, or possibly. I, I guess I can't. I, I can't say definitively that it would place reasonable doubt in the minds of jurors, but there's a very strong possibility based on this testimony. So, uh, again, Kim Potter is yet to take the stand. Uh, early indications were that she is going to speak in her own defense. I don't think that's changed, uh, so we'll certainly keep an eye on that aspect of it. We only have a couple of minutes left this segment, but I do want to get to Mike's call. Mike in Rosemont is on line one. Mike, go ahead. Good afternoon, Brad. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Thanks for taking my call. I guess what I'd like to say is we saw for months the lawlessness that went on. And in my view, a lot of this was condoned by Democratic leadership. We had it out in Seattle. We had it all over the country. Right. And it seems like the Democrats were perfectly fine with that. They exploited the George Floyd situation, and they just let people run wild. In fact, the, the mayor in Minneapolis, I heard a story where Ellison's son said, well, let them have that precinct. We've heard comments from mayors before saying, let them, let them let off some steam. Well, you've created this climate of lawlessness. Now you have cities where people are going into stores, stealing items if it's under a certain amount. So this isn't going to stop. This is going to get worse. And what I would say is maybe that young man in the car thought, hey, nobody's going to do anything. I don't have to listen to police. I can take off and do as I please. If they keep fostering this lawlessness, these are the kind of things that are going to happen. I don't know if you folks out there want to keep voting for this when somebody puts a fist in your face or a gun in your face and steals your car. We've got home invasions. But for a society to function, we need law and order. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Yeah, appreciate the call. Yeah, uh, I, I, there's no way to know what Dante Wright was thinking because, well, obviously he's no longer with us. But uh, there, that cert, I guess that's plausible. But I think we also need to keep in mind the, the bigger picture that uh, he did not deserve to die under those circumstances. There's a lot I could expand upon that, but I'm just running out of time this segment. But appreciate the call nonetheless, Mike. Thanks so much. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. It is me, Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. Before Bamboo HR, (laughs) I feel like crying just thinking about it. We were still handling everything via paper, and we literally had paper stacked. It was all in spreadsheets and, like, folders. From the moment I started using it, I felt calmer. As soon as we started using the Bamboo, like, onboarding checklist, I mean, (laughs) it was extremely easy. Headcount, turnover, uh, years of service. Like, there's just so many different reports that I use at different points in time. I'm, like, totally set free to focus on the people, to focus on development, to focus on team dynamics. It's freeing me up to do more of the stuff that actually matters in HR, which is interacting with people, learning from them, and then building stuff for them. Everything is in this one place. I can't even imagine what it would be like without Bamboo HR. We're Bamboo HR, and we'd love to set you free to do great work. Come try our award-winning all-in-one HR software for free with no strings attached. Visit BambooHR.com HR for this free trial offer. That's BambooHR.com HR. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. 
If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Smith I'm Staff Sergeant Alex I'm Staff Stevens. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member and of... And I'm proud to serve in the United and States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 to Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Hey, welcome back. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. With me, Brad Carlson. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hey, folks. We hope you can join us for an evening of discussion and debate, moderated by Hugh Hewitt. Yeah, it's Minnesota Leadership Forum, brought to you by the Patriot and Minnesota Family Council, and with support from Morris Law Group and Minnesota Conservative Energy Forum. Join us at Providence Academy in Plymouth this Wednesday, December 15th, as we highlight the issues that matter most to pro-life, pro-family, and pro-freedom voters. You're going to hear from all of the major gubernatorial candidates on the Republican side, which includes Senator Michelle Benson, Dr. Scott Jensen, Senator Paul Gazelka, Mayor Mike Murphy of Lexington, and Dr. Neil Shaw. There will also be a straw poll conducted as well. So if you want to have your voice heard and cast your vote for your favorite candidate, this is a great opportunity to do so. So be sure to find your tickets now at am1280thepatriot.com. Hey, speaking of our valued partnerships for this Minnesota Leadership Forum, we now welcome to the broadcast Kayla Christensen. She is the executive director with Minnesota Conservative Energy Forum, here to talk about uh, what their organization, uh, basically the good work they're doing in our state, and as well as well, maybe talk about the upcoming candidate forum as well. Kayla Christensen, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Good to have you on today. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for having me. So uh, Minnesota Conservative Energy Forum, uh, checking out their website, by the way, mncef.com, talking about how you all believed in market-based energy policies that were free consumers, create jobs, and modernize the electricity markets. Uh, what are we currently looking at right now, Kayla Christensen, with our infrastructure regarding uh, the grid. It talks about modernizing the grid. What are we dealing with right mm-hmm. now and what has to be done, I guess, to uh, make it more efficient and effective? 
Yeah, well, um, as you can see, not only in Minnesota, but all over the country, we've got aging infrastructure. Um, and it's going to be a problem for a while, and it's going to be um, expensive to fix. And so we're here to advocate for conservative, free market, innovative principles to be applied to the problem in fixing the problem. Um, it's a space that has been traditionally dominated um, by the left and and by, by progressives in, in solving these problems. And so we're here to apply conservative principles and advocate um, for them as much as we can as an educational nonprofit. Uh, yeah. So do you find that that has been a challenge with your organization to that end? You talk about that this has been a space dominated by the left, and I, I'm finding that more and more conservatives are getting very much engaged in the issues with our environment and with our energy resources. But as an organization, are you finding that to be a challenge to overcome, say, the initial stigma that uh, conservatives uh, may be uh, to, to, uh, to the most extreme climate deniers, Kayla Christensen? Well, I think it's, it's getting easier, um, and we're just we're an organization that we're not about no right away. Let's talk about how to get there. We've got problems to fix. Let's talk about it. Um, and the stigma is going away. You okay. know, there's right. really exciting technology out there about about you know these uh, storage, wind, solar, um, lowering prices, um, providing. Um, um, providing income diversification for for landowners, and it's a really exciting time for the energy space. Um, so overcoming the stigma is is just a part of it, and it, it's getting easier and easier because I think people are just um, technology is coming along, and um, so it's really exciting to see. What is your does your organization currently have any perspective uh, on nuclear energy? I ask because. I see a lot of folks who are involved in this particular industry uh, very frustrated the fact that nuclear energy isn't touted more because it is relatively clean and inexpensive, and, and, and yet there seems to be this hesitance to uh, approach that particular sect. So uh, is this something that your organization is at least uh, approaching at this point? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So we believe in an all-of-the-above approach. We believe um, that we we need every source to um, make a strong grid that can meet the needs, the growing needs of Minnesota, and uh, that includes nuclear. So what is it uh, specifically that your organization does to to engage the public? I mean, do you send out uh, just random emails, flyers? Are you just going to different, uh, uh, say, events to try to explain what's going on? I mean, it's a, I, I, I'm gathering it's a lot more than just engaging our elected officials which is certainly important, but uh, how are you actually reaching the consumers directly, Kayla Christensen? Yeah, yeah. so we're an educational nonprofit, so um, we go to events. Um, we are part of uh, the Conservative Energy Network, our national group that's in, I believe, 23 states. It might be 26. Okay. Under the pressure, I'm... I'm that's blanking. fine. <laughs> About um, close to half. But... but but we're in we're we're across the country and we're a part of that group and um so we do polling and and just we're a part of the conversations around the country about um how to solve these problems in the best competitive free market way um and and make these make these exciting new technologies and and you know modify moder um modernizing the grid sure. um doing it in the best way possible. Now, obviously, I, 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 before I introduced you, I talked about uh, the uh, 
you, uh, your organization, one of our valued partners at our Minnesota Leadership Forum, taking this place, uh, taking place this Wednesday, uh, December fifteen. Uh, we talked about uh, how the uh, major Republican gubernatorial candidates will be there. Uh, have you had? A, I'm I'm not asking you to make an endorsement. I'm, I imagine your uh, organization is not going to endorse anybody at this time, but. Uh, I guess I'll ask it this way. Have you been able to have meaningful discussions with all these uh, particular candidates and where they stand in this particular issue? Um, we have talked to a number of them, not all of them yet. So we are we are working our way around. Um, but we're very excited. I think this upcoming election year is going to be a great one. Um, so we're excited to have a great candidate um, on the ballot. So what uh, I guess uh, your presence there, uh, your organization's presence at this event uh, this Wednesday, uh, will there be an opportunity for you know our listeners that decide to attend to maybe uh, get to know uh, more about the organization, maybe uh, reach out to someone like yourself that will be there? Yep, yep, we'll be there. And, and as always, feel free to visit our website or go on Twitter or Facebook, and we're there and, and ready to talk, and, and yeah. What? Now, I'd like to know a little bit more about, the uh, I guess, the organization's history. I mean, they... The obvious reasons you got started, I mean, you've stated the organization's goals, so I understand why you got started, but how is it that you got uh, the folks that you did on board? Was it just a number of folks that were frustrated by the lack of conservative engagement that uh, came together? I mean, if you just kind of give the origin of the organization, I'd be uh, real curious about that aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, just um, some leaders that were were frustrated by um, not only just not having a voice in the energy space, but lack of competition within the energy space. Um, David Strom, the uh, first president, basically used the analogy of, um, you know, we regulate energy the same way we regulate, that we used to regulate the telephone um, industry. Mm. And in the 19, you know, up until the 1990s and 75, 80 years of being around, um, there were two innovations, and that was the princess phone and the touch dial phone, mm-hmm. touchstone phone. And in the 1990s, when government decided to get out of the way, um, that's when, you know, the, the government decided to get out of the way. And now we walk around with computers in our pockets. Um, innovation was just allowed to explode. And, um, and now we can't imagine not having the, the phone systems we have, you know, cell phones and, and all that. And so... Um, we think the energy industry has the same potential. And so um, we're here for advocating for free market principles within the energy space. So, yeah. Do you, uh, do you have kind of a crystal ball to kind of maybe give us an indication of what the next big breakthrough will be uh, in energy? I mean, we're hearing a lot of uh, great ideas. Uh, we uh, certainly, you know, that was a great analogy, by the way, about the telephone and how that how that has evolved. But, you know, there were multiple steps before we got to where we are today, which, as you alluded to, basically carrying around this high-powered computer in our pocket. Do you have kind of an indication of what the next big breakthrough will be uh, in energy, uh, Kayla Christensen? Yeah, I think the next big energy, or big innovation, breakthrough innovation in energy will be storage. Um, storage is, is, has come so far in the last even three years, let alone five years, and I think in the very new, near future we'll be looking at uh, reliable storage systems for uh, storing wind, extra wind and solar, and um, and making it a part of our grid. So, uh, Once again, we are joined by uh, Kayla Christensen. She's the executive director of Minnesota Conservative Energy Forum. Check out their website, mncef.com. It's kind of your one-stop shop for everything. You can check out their website uh, about who they are and uh, news regarding the organization. 
Also links to their social media sites like Facebook and Twitter. And I also see a button, Kayla, where uh, you can uh, make a donation. Is that correct? Yes, please. That'd be great. Yeah. We ab- are, uh, Go ahead. Out here fighting for conservative principles. So. Yeah, absolutely. This is something that I know uh, me, myself, being a, a conservative, feels that we need to get more engaged in and so grateful for organizations that are uh, definitely taking a more active role. Once again, the website, mncef.com. Uh, Kayla Christensen, thank you so much uh, for joining us today. And again, thank you to your organization for not only the work you're doing, but also partnering with us uh, for this uh, Wednesday's Leadership Forum. Looking forward to seeing uh, your representatives out there at this uh, particular Forum again this Wednesday, December 15th, Providence Academy in Plymouth. Thanks, Kayla. Have a great rest of your afternoon. Thanks Appreciate so much. it. You too. Bye. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, back with one final segment this hour. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Napa know-how. Right now, a five-quart jug of Napa full synthetic motor oil is only $19.99. It's the hottest deal of the year for the coldest time of the year. So if you're in your car right now, there's no need to turn on the heat. I'm about to read this sizzler again. That's Napa Full Synthetic for a hot $19.99. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating locations does not include taxes and fees. Advertised sale price not available in some states. Offer ends 12-31-21. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Have you been charged with a gun crime? Have you lost your gun rights due to an old criminal offense? Have you been denied a permit to carry or a purchase of a firearm? I'm attorney Kelly Keegan, and I can help. Contact us for a free consultation at keeganlawoffice.com. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of problems.
range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own. Whether it's for your personal system or business, Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. One final segment this hour. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. For any comments or questions. And by the way, I had did not mention we do have our live stream up and going at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Just go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and we have our video up and running. You can uh, interact with the show if you uh, so desire. Uh, do I have the... Make sure the uh, comments are, uh, are up and running there. Okay. Yeah, it looks like the uh, comments are... Rolling in, or not rolling in, but at least they are available. I didn't see them uh, for a second there. So, anyways, <clears throat> so the Northern Alliance right there, Facebook page on Facebook if you want to interact via the live stream. Uh, I There was a meeting yesterday of state central delegates of the Republican Party of Minnesota. Uh, they were conducting party business, and Obviously, the one area where people were most curious was what the uh, straw poll, the initial straw poll would be, because they were going to have a straw poll for the gubernatorial candidates. Uh, Obviously, uh, the prominent ones, Scott Jensen, uh, Michelle Benson, Paul Gazelka, Mike Murphy, and Neil Neil Shaw, all of whom will be at our leadership forum this Wednesday, Providence Academy in Plymouth. Uh, I'm by the way, I'm really, really bummed. I am not going to be able to make that one. I am traveling for my day job, uh, so I will be gone. Uh, just bummed. But Mitch Berg, Jack Tomzak will be there from the Northern Alliance Radio Network. They're going to be broadcasting prior to the live forum, and then the forum will be broadcast on AM 1280 The Patriot, and then there will be kind of a post game show as well with Mitch and Jack. So it's in more than capable hands. I'm just bummed that I'm not going to be along to to uh, to to share. Uh, in the uh, in the aura that comes with this forum, but you know the day job takes precedence. Anyways, uh, like at State Central, there will be a straw poll as well, like I, like I indicated, so you can cast a vote <clears throat> for your uh, preferred gubernatorial candidate. Uh, this was a surprise to me. I don't know how much of a surprise it is to others. I'm not engaged in grassroots Republican politics anymore. But Paul Gazelka, the former Senate Majority Leader. Won the straw poll yesterday with 37% of the vote. Uh, Senator Michelle Benson was second with 22%. And Dr. Scott Jensen, third with 20%. Now, that's a surprise only from the standpoint that it was touted that Scott Jensen is the inevitable nominee. He got in the race the earliest. He's raised a lot of money, the vast majority of it from small donors. And he's become a national name. He's appeared on Fox News several times specifically to speak out against Governor Walz's uh, unilateral 
COVID decisions, COVID mandates that he was making, obviously, throughout the pandemic. And he became, he kind of became the favorite uh, candidate, shall we say, for the uh, uh, COVID skeptics, if you will. And this is, a, this is a physician, so a lot of people are pointing to Dr. Scott Jensen saying, well, he's a physician, and if he's expressing concern or skepticism about these mandates, about the vaccine itself, maybe we ought to listen. Uh, and for him to have that kind of fanfare yet to finish third uh, is definitely got to be a blow to the campaign. Now, it's not a death knell. Don't misunderstand me. I'm not trying to be hyperbolic. How much do these results mean? Well, four years ago at the state central meeting of Republican delegates, Republican Party of Minnesota state central delegates, Matt Dean won the straw poll, and he was out of the race a few months after that. Okay, so Paul Gazelka winning the straw poll in the grand scheme of things uh, doesn't mean a whole lot. But if this doesn't make the Jensen campaign question what's going on, then uh, they're not paying attention. Now, that again, it's not to say it's a death knell. That's not to say that he's not going to still raise a lot of money. But I've always questioned whether the Jensen campaign could maintain this. Because, and the Star Tribune had a story about this uh, this morning, or maybe it was yesterday, uh, it was over the weekend regardless, that Scott Jensen, when he was initially in the Senate, he was elected in 2016, only served the one term. When he was initially in the Senate, he was viewed as a moderate Republican who was reaching out across the aisle, cutting deals with the DFL. Now, there's nothing wrong with that per se, But where he really alienated the staunch base of conservatives were his willingness to author gun control bills, specifically red flag legislation. That was a huge bone of contention with a lot of grassroots activists, specifically the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, because the red flag legislation that is uh, very controversial legislation in that uh, someone can be uh, stripped of their constitutional right to carry a firearm without even having committed a crime. I mean, so not only are you are you potentially could that potentially be violating somebody's Second Amendment rights so much for Fourth and Fifth Amendment rights as well. So other civil liberties could very well be in jeopardy were that red flag bill to pass. Now, thankfully, it didn't pass. And you know, the, the Jensen campaign is trying to, from my perspective, trying to play both sides of this because he's saying, well, well I, I, I took my, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't never authored, co-authored such legislation. Well, because of the backlash from the gun rights activists, you could argue the most organized grassroots aspect of the conservative side. Uh, yeah, then he felt the pressure to take his name off of it. Okay, so he went from that to all of a sudden he's becoming kind of the celebrity, even nationally, for those who were COVID skeptics. Now, there, again, there's nothing wrong with that per se. He is a medical doctor. He's giving his medical opinion. And I didn't think it was right for people to uh, pick a political fight with him by uh, issuing complaints with the uh, Minnesota Board of Medicine when they were looking into him and determining whether he should keep his medical license. Now, he withstood those challenges. I don't believe in trying to threaten someone's livelihood 
because they have an opinion you don't like. But I'm really starting to wonder now, would he be able to make it through uh, the grassroots of the party, i.e. the delegates, when it comes to the state convention uh, next spring? I believe it will take place in, in May. You know, I, I, I don't know. Again, some of you could answer that better than I could because I'm just not involved in grassroots Republican politics anymore. But the undeniable fact is that he has built up quite a nice treasure chest. And so if he does not get the endorsement, that also is not a death knell for his campaign because he could probably fund a primary where other challengers may not be able to or have already decided they're not going to run in a primary, that is. So uh, the fact that an initial straw poll like this among state central delegates was lost, that doesn't put it this way. That I don't think that that bodes well uh, in a general election. Again, I may be overstating this quite a bit. These results may not mean anything. I mean, Jeff Johnson was the eventual candidate in 2018. I don't recall how he finished in that initial straw poll. Again, that was won by Matt Dean, who ended up dropping out a couple of months later. So, again, uh, I and even though Paul Gazelka won this, I don't see him being the candidate when it all comes down to it in 2022, but we'll certainly have to see. So something interesting to uh, keep an eye on for sure. Uh, We're just about to wrap up 2021. So once the calendar flips to 2022, yeah, the rhetoric and the campaigning and everything else, that's really going to be amped up. So going to be a lot to talk about in the forthcoming weeks. That is for certain. Uh, There we go, ladies and gentlemen, hour number one in the books, hour number two coming back. Beer Moments, AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Back in a few. Step into Red Wing shoes for insulated waterproof boots. Red Wing features safety and regular toe styles to fit your job and lifestyle. Their footwear experts take the time to measure your feet and learn about your footwear needs, whether you're shopping for work, hunting, or recreation. Stop in and see them in Circle Pines, Columbia Heights, Coon Rapids, Bloomington, and St. Cloud. Don't forget to ask about their mobile shoe service where they can bring the store to you. Red Wing Shoes. Work is our work. Do you suffer from numbness, tingling, burning, or restless pain in your hands or feet? Does your doctor insist on giving you more medications, but your neuropathy isn't improving? Stop masking the symptoms and get answers by contacting Dr. Letourneau, D.C. at Abundant Life Chiropractic Health and Injury Center. If you do nothing, you risk suffering long-term complications like infections, poor wound healing, balance issues restraining you to a walker, and possible amputations. In fact, 86,000 Americans lose a limb every year to untreated neuropathy. Get your life back today. This clinic has helped hundreds of patients improve and often reverse their neuropathy with their at-home protocols. If you're ready to regain your independence, contact Abundant Life Chiropractic Health and Injury Center. As an AM 1280 The Patriot listener, you receive a special $99 Get Acquainted offer. That's a $250 value for just $99. Neuropathy doesn't wait around. You shouldn't either. Call 952-383-38 to schedule a full neuropathy workup. 
Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018. Some of your favorite pastors and authors are bringing you their most popular devotionals free. Discover the joy and peace you can experience every day when you spend focused time in God's Word. Sign up for daily devotionals from Crosswalk.com and get inspiration and encouragement sent right to your inbox with devotionals for parenting, singles, women, and more. Crosswalk.com provides spiritual growth for every stage of life. Crosswalk.com is a division of Salem Media Group. Happy, happy, happy 20th anniversary. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.